Hello and welcome to Checkside Chats, Sandful's fortnightly news podcast. My name's Zach Milbank, Sandful Media Producer, and on today's show, we will chat to two of the most exciting players set to line up in Sunday's Host Plus Sandful League Grand Final. Nord goal sneak Bainan Lowe will tell us all about his journey from Tasmania, while North speedster Frank Zeckley provides an insight into his story, which began in Port Augusta. Bainan, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very well, thank you. Must be very excited given the Host Plus Sample League Grand Final awaits you on Sunday. Yeah, can't wait. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, hopefully, hope, hopefully it's a good day. Uh, have you got some sort of a sense and an idea as to how big it is here in South Australia and the Sandful in general? I've got a solid idea. <laughs> um, I think it will still surprise me when I get there on Sunday, but um, just all the talk already that I'm starting to hear has been pretty big, so I'm sure it's only going to get bigger as the week continues. 2018, these two teams met in the grand final and tick over 40,000 went there. So what's the biggest crowd you've played in? In front of? Oh, for me, I reckon it was a grand final I played in back home last year, which probably had oh, pushing 5,000, I reckon. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely not 30 <laughs> or 40,000. Yeah. What of the, because there's still uh, three guys still remaining from that 2018 team in um, Matty Panos, Matty Nunn, your skipper, and also Declan Hamilton. Um, have those guys uh, at this stage of the week been passing on to you what to expect from a crowd point of view and to soak up the atmosphere? Not as of yet. Um, we spoke last night about um, just staying calm and if things start, it start to um, build up a little bit more and you struggle to hand, handle it, um, to just speak up, speak up. Um, they've experienced it. I'm sure a lot of other guys have experienced big games. So um, they just said, talk to each other, um, get each other through the week and, um, yeah, just help each other out. It's nice as a team to be taking some genuine momentum into the game. Obviously, the shock qualifying final loss by 55 points to the Crows, but since then you've really ground and found that Nord of old where you're sort of a tough tackling team and, and really uh, got the results you've wanted through hard work. Yeah, yeah. Um... We had a pretty honest conversation with each other after the Adelaide game. Um, and, yeah, from there we took a lot of belief that we can bounce back and that we are a really good team. Um, and it showed against Glenelg that we are, we are a good chance to um, win a grand final and to take that momentum into the Crows game on the weekend and to back it up. Um, yeah, we definitely think we are a good chance come this Sunday. How important is that mental belief? Because it'd be easy to think, geez, we've just been wiped off by 55 points to the Crows in the um, qualifying and then to come out and beat them a fortnight later um, shows that there's some real mental strength down there at the parade. Yeah, and we started the year pretty slowly um, and then I think we ended up having an eight-game win streak mm. before the last game um, of the rounds or of the regular season. So um, we know that we are a good team. Um, and that, that game against the Crows, um, as I said, we had a pretty honest conversation and we took a lot of belief out of that. And as the games have gone on, um, we now know that we can win this Sunday. Four goals for you in the prelim. Uh, you must have been pretty pleased with that. Yeah. Um, my form probably hasn't been great over the last three or four weeks. Um, so, yeah, I've had a good chat to Twig. 
um, and we've we focus on a couple of things that could come in handy and um, yeah, the four goals was a bonus, but I felt like I was in the game and um, yeah, when the team's playing well, it makes it a little mm. bit easier for me. You got your first one pretty early, but then the three sort of came in a bit of a, a rush for you and it felt like the whole complexion of the game changed when you did kick those three goals. Um, did you feel? Do you feel always at any time in a game you can make an imprint on it? I think so, um, especially over here. It, it's a lot tougher and the defenders seem to stick on you a lot, a lot more. Um, but I've got belief that, um, I can have an impact on a game. Um, I've had a couple of games this year where um, things have went my way, so I always know that um, it's a possibility of happening. But, mm. yeah, when, when I've struggled a little bit over the last few weeks, you, you can sometimes doubt yourself. But mm. uh, when you've got a good group and twig as well that continues to give you confidence that it can be your day, um, it goes a long way. What was the roar like for you when you kicked each of the four? Uh, the legs fans got up and about pretty loudly. Um, yeah, if I'm honest, I, I don't hear the crowd too much. Okay. Um, I, I've never been someone to really focus on that, but um, I'd be lying if I haven't said I've watched the game back. And, yeah, you can hear it through mm. through the TV. Um, and they're great. They're, when that siren went, that's probably when I did hear it. And yeah. Yeah, they were loud. Bit of an insight into Sunday for you. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> and I guess also Nord Footy Club being a huge footy club here in SA and the Sandful, like one of the real uh, superpowers, I guess, um, in the competition. So big following, proud history. Uh, you must be pinching yourself that you can put on that Guernsey in such a special game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when we first got here, we spoke about what the Guernsey meant and the his history that's followed. Um, we've got a lot of... Um, photos up in in our gym and meeting room um, of the success that's hap um, come before us. Mm -hmm. um, and so every time you walk in, you acknowledge what, what those photos mean and you always wish that you could be a part of that someday. So we've mm. got the chance this Sunday and hopefully we can we can nail it. So being from Tasmania, it hasn't taken you long to get it, gain not only an appreciation for the Nord Footy Club and what it's like at the parade, but the Sandfield competition as a whole? Yeah. Um, I probably took a little bit more interest last year with Jackson Callow coming oh, yes. over to Norwood. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, I've I've watched grand finals and to see the fans there, even in the COVID years, where mm. there's probably not a, as much um, as many people there, um, and to see that slowly start to build up again, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I really appreciate the um, the turnout that everyone gets to games, um, but yeah, so it's pretty exciting to be a part of. How did you arrive here at, at, in Adelaide? Because obviously we know you coach Twig Rawlings is a Tasmanian himself. That would have had a fair part to play in it, I, I'm tipping. Yeah, um, Twig's a Devonport boy like Devonport, myself. Yeah, yeah okay. so um, there was a couple of discussions um, towards the end of last year um, that if I wanted to come over and have a crack at Sanford footy, that that would be an opportunity. Um, but yeah, that's probably... Once he reached out, um, we've got a lot of trust that he'd look after me and um, support me in any way that I needed. So, um, yeah, once once he reached out, it was always going to be Norwood. Mm -hmm. What sort of a what has the move been like for you? Obviously, uh, leaving home and you're only nineteen, so pretty young age to uh, move into state. 
Yeah, uh, to begin with, it was tough. Um, I'll go from back home where the footy club's two minutes away. <laughs> um, friends and family are no longer than a 10-minute drive to being, to being over here and you don't get to see them. Um, yeah, and Adelaide's not a real big city, mm. city to, um, to compare to what I expected, but it's still much bigger than what a town that Devonport is. So mm-hmm. um, it was tough, but once games have started to roll out and um, closer I've become with my teammates, it's been so mm. much easier. Terrific. Uh, um, in terms of uh, Adelaide itself, uh, you're finding it okay? In term, Like a lot of interstaters think it's like a bit of a, a large country town, so to speak. Yeah, I love it. Um, now I'm settled in. Um, yeah, it's a bigger step than what I'm used to, but mm. it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. Um, I, and I like to have my space, and um, in Adelaide you still get get to have that. Um, so, yeah, coming into the city, it's not too bad, mm. um, especially along the parade there. It's beautiful. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, a, it's a good place to be. What was life like for Bain and Lowe growing up in Devonport? Um, yeah, it's just going to school, um, going to watch dad play footy. Um, so I'd spend, um, Tuesday, Thursdays and Saturdays at the footy club. Which um, footy clubs that? Uh, Devonport football yep, club. Yep. Um, and yeah, just spend time with my mates, bit of basketball as well, touch footy. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, just a lot of, a lot of different sports. What sort of a player was dad? Uh, Midfielder, mm-hmm. he'd like to say a tough inside <laughs> mid, but um, from what I've heard, he was a very good player. Okay, so uh, the, not knowing the gap, you didn't weren't able to watch him live, or do you? Oh, or, I did. Do you remember it much? Um, I was still a bit younger. I was mm. probably too busy playing mark, markings up behind <laughs> the goals, um, yeah. which I do regret. Um, but yeah, definitely got to see him play live. But yeah, I can't remember too much about it. Devonport Footy Club's obviously special to you and the family then? Yeah, it is. Um, I've grown up being around that place and, um, yeah, I've still got my brother playing playing there now. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, it was tough to leave. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so, but I look at Nord now as another Devonport and mm-hmm. um, there's a few similarities between the two, just how close the boys are. So, okay. yeah, that, that's good. I guess you can always go back, can't you? I can. And, yeah, um, yeah that, that's always a possibility, but I'm loving my time at Norwood mm. at the moment, so um, I haven't thought about that too much. Yeah. Uh, 30 goals for Devonport last year. It felt like uh, that was your real breakthrough year. What was the instigator behind that? Um, yeah, I think I was I was lucky that I spent a bit of time in the TSL, so the Tasmanian State League, and... Um, Got to learn a lot from guys that are really good footballers. Um, mm-hmm. So to come back another level to play at Devonport um, and just the natural progression as well. Um, yeah, I really took a lot out of that year. Did you spend a bit of time in the midfield at Devonport or were you solely like small forward that you seem to be here at Nord? Um, no, I, I did spend a lot more time in the midfield. Um, my junior career, I've always been a midfielder okay. that um, plays a little bit forward. So. Um, yeah, I, but saying that I knew coming here that Ford would be more suited for me. Mm-hmm. What's that been like then to really hone in and focus on your Ford craft as opposed to doing the bulk of your work as a midfielder? Yeah, I, I love it. Um, 
you get to work at, as a group, which usually six of you, um, of years out, out on the ground, but, um, to know that you're always a chance to probably kick a goal helps out <laughs> a lot as well. So, um, no, I love my time as a forward. I can see you love a goal. I do. I do enjoy it. <laughs> what about a celebration? Uh, I'll probably, I've never been a big celebrator, but, um, being in the Sample and we've played a lot of tight games, um, mm. at Nord. So, um, every goal means so much. Mm. Um, so there's probably been a bit come out of me that I'm not used to. But, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, this Sunday, yeah, I, I don't know what could happen. Look out, legs fans. Uh, you might get him excited. Possibly, yes. <laughs> What's your favourite type of celebration? Oh, I, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, oh, as I said, I'm probably not the biggest celebrator, but yeah, um, yeah when when I do kick a goal, I don't know what, what will come out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, certainly, yeah, there was a goal to celebrate in round seven of this year. It's uh, ended up being one of the nominees for the Seven News Adelaide Goal of the Year. Um, what were your thoughts when you found out? Yeah, um, oh, it was it was a fluke. Um, <laughs> I can't, I still can't believe that went through. Went through. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. I. I haven't taken it too seriously. It's a more yeah. just a bit of a laugh with mates that mm-hmm. it actually did go through. So, um, yeah, I might be able to pull that one out every now and then and show a couple of people. But um, for now, I've got bigger things to worry about. Yeah, for those that haven't uh, seen it, uh, you can log on to the Sandford website uh, and have a look at the five contenders that are up on there at the moment. But uh, Bain had managed to get a left foot to it while sort of being in midair and under some severe pressure from central players and it managed to swing through. So, um, yeah. So when it left, what was your intention when it left the boot, just to get it somewhere near the top of the goal square? Or? That's exactly yeah. right. I would like to say I meant to have a shot at goal, <laughs> but that's not the case. Doing uh, the team thing, Twig, are you listening? That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was lucky that it went through. Yeah. Oh, terrific. Um, have you had a favourite goal this year that you have kicked? Um, Any other memorable ones? Probably the, just the ones on the weekend, um, mm-hmm. just a bit more um, feeling to it to it um and yeah they were just such a tight game on the weekend so I knew that each goal Mm. meant so much the one that uh, stuck in my mind was the one that you crumbed nice and cleanly heading to the scoreboard end and then you sort of ran around on your right and snapped it through that was just a really nice classy goal I thought yeah um I was lucky that it kind of fell in my lap as I was running towards goal and um yeah just didn't think too much about it but put it on the boot and yeah I was lucky that it went through and nice to get an invite to the state combine here in South Australia too, which will be uh, in mid-October. Yeah, it's always good to um, have a little bit of recognition. Um, but yeah, as I said before, I've got bigger things to worry about at the moment. So mm. um, once the season's done, I'll look, I'll look to um, try and practice the events that um, come with the with the combine. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at the moment, it's all about Sunday. How? What are your strengths as a player in terms of, I guess, more so the physical side of it, not having seen you test at, in a combine environment before? Um, yeah, I'm probably my 20-metre sprint. Um, it's definitely one of my better um, tests, but also my agility as well. Um, but yeah, I'm not the tallest or can't mm-hmm. jump too high, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's more the running ones that probably suit me. Agility, yeah, I'm not surprised by, weaving in and out of blokes. 
yeah, um, comes in handy at times. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, is there a player that you've modelled your game on growing up? Obviously growing up more as a midfielder, but um, someone that perhaps can also go forward as well. Um, yeah, my favourite player has probably been Toby Green. Okay, um, yeah. I just love the way that um, he can have an impact even if he has low amount of touches. Um and yeah, he just continues to find ways to kick goals. So Toby Green's probably the one I look to look towards. And if you were to get in the AFL system, it's not a bad time to do so, given that Tassie might end up with its own team. Is uh, what's the talk been like back home? Can you feel a bit of a groundswell growing back there, and a bit of a belief that this might actually happen finally? Yeah, um, the noise doesn't go away, um, and I don't think it will until a team um, does arrive in Tassie. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the noise is getting a, a little louder and I think that a team could um, happen eventually. But um, yeah, I, I'd like to know that it, all the groundwork's in place before mm. that does happen. Do you think it would be a great thing to unite the state? Because obviously we hear a lot of being from South Australia, we hear a bit about um, the rivalry between Launceston and Hobart and that sort of thing. But something like this, I would have thought really bring Tasmanians together. Yeah, and with the basketball, um, the Jack yep. Jumpers had a yep. really successful year, and mm. um, yeah, I just sh- I think it just shows that if Tassie does get a team, the state will get around it. Um, but yeah, as long as um, things are put in place that it can be successful, I think it can work really well. I know Twig wants it to happen. Yeah, I <laughs> think um, Twig would find a way to get involved in that as well. <laughs> so um, no, I, I think everyone in Tasmania would like it to happen. Outside of footy, Bainan, um, what are you doing with your time here in South Australia? Um, at the moment, I'm trying to get involved in SSO work, um, mm-hmm. just find something that I'm passionate about. Um, but yeah, so at the moment, it's focusing on footy, but um, mm-hmm. once footy's over, I'll look t- more towards that. And for the listener's benefit, that's a uh, school support officer, so um, just helping kids that might need a bit of that extra attention and care with their schoolwork? Yeah, that's right. Um to just feel like you're making a difference and um, helping someone out is something that, um, yeah, I'm looking towards and hopefully that can turn into something good soon. Terrific. Um, any family members coming across from the Apple Isle on the weekend? Yeah, I've got a couple coming over. Um, Mum and Dad will be over as, as well as Nan and Pop. So, um, cool. yeah, I'm sure there'll be a couple more that come over as well, but, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe a few mates streaming it on Sandful now. That's exactly what will be happening, <laughs> I think. Beautiful work. Well, Bain, and uh, all the best for the Host Plus Sandful League Grand Final on Sunday. Wishing you all the best for it, and uh, hopefully it's a good day for you and the Nord Footy Club. Nah, thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome aboard, Frankie. Uh, exciting week for you. Um, yes, mate. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, yeah, very exciting week. Um, with the grand final coming up. So, yeah, all well, the boys are pretty excited and pumped about that. What does it feel like for you this year compared with 2020? Um, I, I reckon it just feels much more exciting. Um, the culture at the club um, compared to back in 2020 is um, much stronger. I feel like everyone's, you know, getting around each other and we all, we all have a pretty good um, bond. So, yeah, yeah. Um, good place to be at, Prospect, at the moment. And, yeah, we're just much excited this time around. 
it's been a really exciting year on a whole for North Adelaide Footy Club, really, because there's been a huge changeover in terms of personnel in the off-season, and it's been remarkable how quickly the group has gelled under Jacob Surgeon. Yes, um, well, we actually went over to Crystal Brook, where the Coombs are from, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we all interacted there and got to know each other, um, like a bit more outside of football and, you know, where we're from and get to know each other's families and stuff. So, um, yeah, I guess that helped heaps, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have heard about that pre-season camp. Um, tell us about, like, it wasn't obviously just physical and footy stuff that you did there and you sort of got to know each other in terms of what you do outside of footy. Um, yeah, well, personally, I didn't actually go on that um, camp, but... Um, yeah, a few of my mates went there and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, got a few feedback from them and um, they said that, yeah, they had fantastic time. Everyone got around each other and, um, yeah, the boys come back to, um, and, yeah, gelled much better. Yeah. Uh, how's the body feeling? Must be pretty fresh. Only sort of one game in three weeks. Yeah, no, I'm feeling, <laughs> feeling really fresh at the moment, so... Not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, yeah, hopefully we go right. It's good when you run at your speed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you just must love the Adelaide Oval and playing there in the wide open spaces because it really suits your game. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I reckon, yeah, the the bigger ovals like Centrals and Adelaide Oval and down south, yeah, suit my game style and um like to get out in open space and use my legs and, um yeah, take a few bounces when I can and hopefully get on on the end of a few goals, that'll be good. Have you enjoyed playing a bit further up the field, more in the midfield this year? Um, yeah, well, I started my career off as a small forward, but mm. um, back in 2020, um, Serge wanted to try me back, try me out in the wing. Um, but yeah, this year I've enjoyed it um, heaps better. I feel like I'm learning the structures much more better. I reckon I got it down pack now, so I don't have to, you know, worry about where I got to be out on the oval. Um, mm. Yeah, it's just play footy and yeah. What has been the key to your form this year? Because um, obviously last year was a really cha- challenging year for you, only playing the four league games. But this year you've absolutely broken out and uh, had a superb season, uh, averaging 20 disposals a game and particularly at 88% disposal efficiency, which is outstanding. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, it was, I was a bit unfortunate last year with um, the syndesmosis injury I, I'd had, I had and um yeah, that just made me more hungry just to put in a really strong preseason and um, get back out there with the boys this year. And um, yeah, I remember last year watching um, the boys in the elimination final against South, and I just wanted to be out there. So mm. yeah, just guess being more hungry this year. And yeah, I would imagine Serge is pretty crucial to it as well because he strikes me as a coach who just has enormous belief in you and will always back you in. Yeah, no, nah, he tells me to take the game on every time and if there's anyone in front of me, just, you know, try to get around him. And, um, yeah, he was actually my coach back in 2018 in the reserves with me. Um, yeah. yeah, when we won the reserves and the league premiership that year. So, nah, known him for a while now and he's a good coach, yeah. bit like Serge would probably say that's how he used to play, wouldn't he? Zigging, zagging out of traffic. Yeah, no, nah, he does say that and he <laughs> says that he might have me for speed. But I'm oh, not sure about that, what? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that'll get back. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I wouldn't mind you guys going head-to-head to the combine test now. Yeah, I reckon I've got him covered easily now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, and I touched on that, obviously, uh, nice for you to get an invite to the South Australian state-based combine. 
Yeah, obviously it's um, yeah, very exciting for me to get my first invite to the state combine. Um, pretty pumped about it. Um, never been invited before. Mm. Um, didn't come through the state ranks or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty pumped about that. So I can't wait to get, yeah, do those testings. When did you find out about it? Um, probably about a month and a bit back. Mm. Um, yeah, Daryl Wintle from the club just rang me up and told me that I got an invite. So, yeah, I was pretty pretty pumped about that. Were you shocked or yeah, what, what, what did you think? Or did you sort of get an inkling that there was some interest out there? I felt like, um, yeah, there was a bit of interest out there. Um, so, yeah, just based on my like my season so far, I wasn't too like surprised about it, but I'm very grateful and happy that, you know, I've got the invite there. So, yeah, mm. I was pretty happy. I was on the phone to the family and, yeah. yeah that was happy about it. Have you had any uh, contact from AFL clubs as at this point or? Um, yeah, a few, yeah. yeah. Um, just uh, three so far. Okay. So hopefully there's a few more after the after the season's done. But yeah, just focus on yeah this week so far. Serge told me not to get too distracted by everything. And yeah. um, also my manager and Greg Sars as well. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, just wants me to yeah focus and try not to t- get too distracted by it all. So yeah, because nothing's guaranteed. So oh, exactly right, and you know that only too well. Uh, obviously, uh, being your first invite at 23 years of age, so um, it's great display of persistence and I guess a, a story where um, if you stick at things for long enough here in the Sandville, uh, good things can happen. Um, yeah, well, I've I've heard that. Yeah, um, you know if you. Like stick around here long enough, and yeah, the good things happen if you you know keep keep working at it. Even you know whatever the injuries may be, just yeah push through it. I think a lot of lot of boys go back to country and plan, mm. but yeah, I've, I've stuck it out here and yeah. yeah. Callum Wilkie's a good story from North Adelaide. Having uh, obviously he was a mature age, and look at how well he's doing with St Kilda now. Yeah, and uh, I remember um, Callum. Yeah, he was a pretty good player for us and. Um, I don't think he's missed a game at St Kilda yet. Yeah, so, incredible. Yeah. Uh, what was footy like for you growing up, Frank? To tell us about your background and, and what it was like uh, growing up in Port Augusta. Um, yeah, so, yeah, obviously from Port Augusta. Um, grew up there, planned for Central Augusta um, for about until I was 16. Um, then in 2016, I made the move down to... Um, board at Sacred Heart College, um, where I done my year eleven and twelve there, and um, played a little bit of school footy there as well as a few under 18s games for the Roosters. So um, yeah, that's just a bit about my journey yeah. there. Yeah. How, how old were you when you first started playing for Central Augusta? Um, it's hard to remember exactly <laughs> now, but I probably would have been a bit young, maybe I don't know, not eight or nine or something. Yeah little felt as often happens in the country grades where you're playing a few levels up for what yeah. you probably should have been. Yeah, I remember I, I was pushing up, um, playing, you know, above my grade um, as the years went on. But no, nah, it was good to get that um, experience against the older bodies in the mm. country. And I think it helps when you come down here and play against like blokes your own age. So. And what sort of role were you playing then when you're lining up for Central Augusta? Um, I remember back in my junior days, I used to play a lot of um, midfield. So mm-hmm. just, yeah, straight in the middle. Um, and then when I went on to play some A-grade footy back home for Centrals, mm-hmm. I moved on to the wing okay. there as well. So, um, and then maybe a little bit of forward and midfield time as well. But 
as I come down to North Adelaide, I was just, yeah, small forward mm -hmm. and, yeah, happy to be in the midfield group now, yeah. Yeah. Did you use your speed back up at home a fair bit? Yeah, well? for sure. Yeah. I, I remember I used to, yeah, run the field a few times, kick a few goal of the years. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Tell us about one of those. Um, yeah, well, I remember one time I, I got it from maybe half back and... Yeah, just like ran the whole way, took a few bounces and, yeah, finished off nicely as well. Sold, sold a few candies on the way too. <laughs> I was going to say, dodge around a few guys. Yeah, that no, was good. Any uh, video evidence of that one? Um, th there might be somewhere. I yeah. remember mum used to um, get the camera out and record um, back in the days and I okay. used to, yeah, watch them when we got home, but... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if that camera's still around. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that how uh, the North Adelaide, I, I know Neil Sanders is a very savvy uh, recruiting uh, yeah. man for North Adelaide, obviously uh, development manager. Is that how he sort of spotted you? Yeah, well, I, I remember Neil for yeah some time now. I remember, you know, he, he would come out to games when we used to do the country versus Metro. Oh, yeah. And um, we used to do those camps at um, Melrose. Mm -hmm. um and, yeah, I remember just seeing him there and um, played a right in those games and just got an invite, um, yeah, to come down to Adelaide for for a few games and along with Harrison Magor as well. Oh, yes. So, yeah, because yeah, he's Curry. from Curry. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember playing a lot of footy with with and against um, Harry Magor growing okay. up as well. So, yeah, that's good. How cool is that, that he's in your side on the weekend and you might play in a league premiership together? Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty crazy because I tell a lot of the boys about it as well and some of them are pretty surprised about it and I get out, yeah. get out the photos when we played for the um, SGL team and, yeah. no, nah, they're pretty surprised, but, yeah, that's good. It's a great example for the young lads in Port Pirie and mm. Port Augusta back home to see what can happen if they apply themselves, isn't it? Yeah, well, um, yeah, no, that's, that's right and... Um, I think, yeah, they should yeah, look at me and Harrison Magor and, you know, strive to, you know, follow our pathways and hopefully there might be them one day as well. So yeah. and we've got a lot of country boys at the Roosters and nah, it's a great club, yeah. When you do go back home, is that sort of the message you like to try and spruik if you can? Um, yeah, well, there's a, I've noticed there's a few um, young Port Augusta lads coming through the ranks now and um, Brandon Jackson-Martin and Isaac Keeler as well. Oh, yes, of so, course, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just try to lead by example on the field and um, if I feel I can help them in any way too, I'm always there, yeah. Mm. How tough was it for you uh, leaving family and friends in Port Augusta and moving down here to the city? Yeah, I remember at the time it was pretty tough. I didn't want didn't to move away from family and friends, and um, but mum, like mum pushed me to go down to boarding school um, so I just wanted to do, make her proud and, hmm. um, in the end I was like one of the best moves I've made so far. Um, and I had a cousin at Sacred Heart as well, which made that move a bit more, um, you know, comforting and all mm -hmm. of the boarders there were like, like country blokes as well yeah. anyway. So they were yeah pretty welcoming. But when I look back, back at it now, it's yeah, one of the best moves I've made. Good footy school as well. So. Yeah. Okay. What was mum's message back then? Why was she um, on the front foot with that? Uh, to be honest, I think she was just getting a little bit sick of me. <laughs> yeah. Surely not. Yeah. Nah. Um, nah. I guess she just knew that, you know, moving to Adelaide would be, um, you know, better opportunity for me and like with work and to further my footy career as well. Mm. Um, 
Obviously, both my elder brothers, Wade and Kriston Thompson. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, they played at North. Played at North Adelaide as well. So mm. I guess, yeah, one day I was destined to play there as well. And I remember going to Prospect as a young young fella and watching them. And, okay. Um, yeah, no, yeah, I loved it. Geez, they both had some speed about them. Yeah, and uh, I've got told that I'm the quickest brother. So, oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh! I've definitely got Kriston covered. I'm not sure about Wade. Wade, though, so, yeah. yeah. I think Wade might have you for... Um, uh, Muscle mass and, yeah. and strong strength. Yeah, no, nah, he was a bit more <laughs> stockier than me. Gee but whiz, he used to run through some blokes. Yeah, <laughs> yep, straight line. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so, how did you deal with like your boarding at Sacred Heart? How did you deal with it initially, Frank? It must have been challenging. Yeah, I remember the first couple of months. Um, I was getting quite homesick. Mm. Um, obviously, a big move coming um, from you know a small country town in Port Augusta to um, a pretty you know big. Um, boarding school in Sacred College and I remember yeah the first couple of months I was getting pretty homesick and um, every second week at um, Sacred Heart there's the exit weekends oh, yes. where that's where all the boarders um, go back home and visit their families but yeah I was always on the phone and I actually had my elder, eldest brother Wade um, living here so I would, okay. I would always go over to his ass anyway so mm-hmm. yeah it made it much more easier for me. Yeah uh, were there times where you thought you'd just throw it in and head back home or? Um, nah, that, I'm not that type of person that will just, yeah, throw the towel in like that. Oh, I yeah. like, when I start something, I like to finish it. So, good. Um, yeah, I would always push through. So you must be really proud of yourself for pushing through that challenging time now to see what you're going to achieve on Sunday. Yeah, nah, for sure. I guess like all that, you know, hard work um, on and off the footy field um, really pays off and, um, yeah, hopefully we'll... Yeah, go right this Sunday and, yeah, it'll be a pretty good story, I reckon. Yeah, it will. Uh, Sacred Heart, did you play much footy with them? Um, I remember in year 12 I uh, uh, played a few seconds games and um, and then I worked my way up to the first teams where I played alongside James Rowe and oh, yeah. Charlie Ballard. Um, I went to that, yeah, Kilmore Exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, funny enough, um, one of my host uh, parents over there were um, Brian Taylor and um, oh, right. his son and um, his partner and um, yeah they were very welcome and I think yeah when we went to the house she was like oh um, do you know who this is and she was showing us photos and I was like isn't that the AFL commentator and she's like yeah this is his house I was like what I was like yeah freaking out so, so you didn't know I, I didn't went? know nah all oh, right yeah I was with one of my cousins at the yeah. time and yeah that was nah crazy and I think that night he was. Um, commentating here in Adelaide. Oh, okay. Might have been, yeah, I put Adelaide versus someone game, I can't mm-hmm. remember, but um, I remember his partner at the time was saying, because we was watching him on TV and she was like, it's all, it's almost like he's here all the time, I can hear oh, his right. voice and like, yeah, yeah just making jokes and I was pretty funny, but yeah. yeah. And uh, did, so did, was he, did BT come home while you were there or yeah, you so, got to meet him? Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, that night when he was commentating here, he... I think he got the next flight back and he was there like early back in the house okay. early in the morning and yeah. he was sitting on the couch and yeah, we just went over and just, yeah, introduced ourselves to him yeah. and yeah, he's pretty like big fella in person, mm. like, but um, real good like family, family guy yeah. as well. So uh, that was heaps nice and his son and um, partner like best people. So Okay. Yeah. Told some good footy yarns, did he? Um, I can't really remember too much now, yeah. but um it doesn't really talk too much footy, I don't, okay. I can't remember, but um, yeah, just like a real good family bloke and yeah, I remember him driving us to like Melbourne 
Um, and we've done a bit of shopping like, with his son and yep. that, so because his son played in the the team against us the next yes. day. So yeah. Okay. Excellent. Good. And uh, North Adelaide, uh, you started to find your feet there as you sort of went along here in Adelaide and progressed up through the grades. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty proud of myself for like sticking it out. I remember back in 2018, I was. I had a pretty good season in the reserves as well and um, I was knocking on the door for, for a league game then and um, 2019, lucky enough to um, debut that year underneath mm-hmm. Josh Carr and mm-hmm. um, that's when I was playing forward and didn't do too bad there and 2020 playing um, every league game and um, even making the grand final, that was a really good experience um, against Eagles. Didn't win but um, yeah, that was still a good yeah. experience at Nellard Oval and yeah, 2021, I was unfortunate with the ankle injury, but um, that just made me hungrier to come come back and give it my all this year, and now we're back in um, the grand final, so. Yeah. Uh, 2020, what can you said it was a good experience for you being there on the big day. What can you take from that day into Sunday? I guess just um, defending, um, and that's from the first round to the last round, like, um, Serge has been gone on like saying that defense wins premiership. So mm-hmm. yeah, we just got to make sure we yeah do our jobs, defend, and um, our offense take care takes care of itself. So that was exactly what I was going to say because North Adelaide is renowned as a really attacking, mm-hmm. free flowing play with plenty of flair type team. Yeah. So if you can get that defense aspect <laughs> nutted, um, it'll hold you in good stead. Yeah, I'm sure it will. And yeah, we got a lot of dangerous players on our team. So. Um, yeah, as long as we lock off and yeah defend as hard as we can, um, I'm sure we'll get that ball moving pretty quickly. Yeah, and uh, there's certainly plenty of other exciting Indigenous players uh, playing at North Adelaide. You guys have come through the ranks very much together. It's uh, great to see you all form such a strong bond down there. Yes, so um, yeah, we got um, Nigel Lockyer, um, mm. Dan from um, Alice Springs for his. Um, Second year, I guess. Yep. Um, he played a few reserves games last year, but yes. no, he's been good for us this year, taking a few um, hangers. Um, yeah. And we got Keanu Miller. Um, I actually played with him back in the reserves 2018 oh, premiership. Yes. So now it'll be really special if we could get a league one together yeah. as well. So, um, and we've got Kim LaBoyce as well and yep. um, young Blaine Lachlan as well. Yes. He's um, been knocking on the door for a debut. Yeah, Very no, close. he has. Yeah. Mm. Nah, he's a. Pretty good little player and yep. um, got good kicking skills and speed yeah. as well. So, And Keanu does some things defensively that go unnoticed at times. Like, obviously, like you, he's got the speed yep. and pace and some lovely skill. But there was a – I think it was the last minor round game at Prospect. He did an awesome chase down tackle, which was at a yep. really pivotal part of the game that helped you win. And uh, it's not always the sort of thing that you see. Yep. Um, well, yeah, it definitely – does go notice that within um, prospect and mm. um, yeah, County doesn't need a lot of the ball to have an impact. Um, yeah, and he, he loves the tackle and he, yeah. he loves the defensive part of his game and and that's what we love about him on the team because um, he's fast and yeah. yeah, not many people can get away from him and, and that yeah that tackle you was talking about that yeah won us a game I reckon yeah. against West Adelaide. Yeah, so, that's Zion. Yeah. yeah. And uh, off the field, what do you get up to, Frankie? Um, yeah, so off the field, I'm a student support officer at East Power Primary School. Just been doing that for my fourth year this year. So, um, yeah, it's just I do a bit of mentoring with the young kids with 
um, autism and learning difficulties. Um, Mm -hmm. So just, yeah, help them in the class. And obviously when they get frustrated, just take them out for a little 10-minute break and shoot the basketball or whatever. And um, when they're ready to come back in and learn, and that's when we go back in. And it just works well around, like, footy time as well. Mm. And um, it's pretty good. We get holidays when the kids get holidays. So, yeah, Yeah. that's a pretty good gig. It must be pretty challenging but also rewarding. Yeah, and nah, for sure, at times it does get pretty challenging and you've got to have a lot of patience. Mm. And um, But, yeah, at the you know it's all worth it at the end of the year and stuff. And, um, yeah, very rewarding job, as you said. What uh, prompted you to head down that path into that career? To be honest, it, it wasn't something I kind of saw myself doing. Um, it's just something that kind of, like, like jumped out at me, so I just, mm. yeah, might as well do it and then um, never look back now. And um, mm. thinking about it, like when I was in primary school, I kind of, you know, needed someone to help me with my work one-on-one as well. So um, I think about that at times as well mm. and try to use that to my advantage and, yep. yeah, help them out. Uh, I bet mum's proud of what's ended up unfolding for you. Yeah, no, she is um, pretty proud. Me and her have a pretty like strong relationship um I was just on FaceTime to her last night and mm-hmm. yeah she'll be coming down on Friday along with my brother Kriston and Excellent. his little family and um yeah Wade and that will be coming to the game as well so it'd be good to get them down for the support so so have we will have a fair percentage of Port Augusta down here yeah I reckon <laughs> there might be about 50 percent nice <laughs> oh I'm sure they'll uh, be up on the hill with all the red and white faithful as they were in that second semi yeah uh, they were pretty loud weren't they yeah like there, there wasn't <laughs> there seemed like there wasn't too many of them but the the noise is like it was a full, full yeah. house yeah yeah and I was it was good and we, we really feared off that as well and um we believe it makes us like play better so We'll soon see what impact it has on Sunday. Thank you very much for coming on Checkside Chats. Uh, Frankie, we do appreciate that. Thank you, Zach. Thank you for having me, mate. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Checkside Chats. Don't forget to log on to the Sample website and our social media channels during the Host Plus Sample League Grand Final Week as we build up to the huge clash between North Adelaide and Nord at the Adelaide Oval on Sunday from 3pm. 